What's going on, everybody? This is Drew here. I want to welcome you all to a brand new episode of Phoenix Down. This is Phoenix Down, episode number 91.0. And we are starting a new year, 2020. And we're going to be going back to our roots, which are eliminating the backlog of games that keeps growing. Faster than it's shrinking. That's yeah, for sure. That's, that's damn sure. But, um... Yeah, so I have with me Matt. Hello. And yeah, we are going to be, as everybody heard in the Wednesday episode, this is going out Friday, so uh, it's got two Phoenix Downs in a week. Um, we're going to be playing through The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt. So, the, this year in particular is going to have a caveat. So... There's multiple games that we want to do this year that either we've put some time into or we put a little bit of time into or we almost beat it, you know, kind of thing. Um, and yeah, it's going to be weird talking about The Witcher 3 because a lot of the stuff that we're going to talk about today is stuff that I did two years ago. Yeah, and even more strange if we're at vastly different points in the game. Yeah. Which we were as of last week. Yes, we were. Uh, somehow Matt has put 20 hours into the game in five days. You absolute madman. <laughs> I, I basically did nothing. I, I had to leave the house on Saturday, and I was upset that I couldn't put more time into it. <laughs> so you, you, it wasn't, I need to do this for phoenix down it was hey i really want to play this game i'm enjoying it that much yeah it started off as well i better sit down i'm pretty far behind let me you know let me at least put some time in early because if i leave it till the last minute it's not going to be enough but then as soon as i got into it i just dove into it and couldn't stop playing it was i mean obviously it's a really good game but for me actually the most Interesting difference is I never felt half this excited about it the first round, first time I picked this game up after it came out. You know, I, getting a little bit into my history, I had put seven or eight hours into the game initially, just enough to kind of get into it, and uh, I. I didn't learn how to play the game really, and I did probably of those seven or eight hours, a good third of that time was I can't figure out how to use the keyboard to work this game, or I don't really know what I'm doing, or let me, you know, I want to just look around rather than do anything. So it, I, I, I really didn't accomplish much in that first seven or eight hours. So I was actually, now that I know where I was, not quite as far even as I thought I was a week ago when yeah. I hadn't picked it up in a long time. So I, I would even venture to say that you had some trepidation among playing this game fully because you had to use a mouse keyboard for it. Yeah, I mean, a, a few different a few different reasons I had a little bit of trepidation. One, the mouse and keyboard. Two, didn't really remember the beginning of the game, and it had been so long since I played it. Three, you know, it's a, it's a deep game, and it's an open-world game. And a little bit of trepidation, I might not like it as much as I thought I would open world games man they're they're hit and miss depending yep i i find them sometimes to be too repetitive sometimes to be too desolate sometimes to be too hard to figure out what my next mission is 
when a linear game just you know it's obvious. Yeah. For better or worse, I mean, sometimes that can be a little boring, but. So um, uh, let me talk about uh, everybody who's listening to this knows what The Witcher Three is. the The thing is, is that I, I do want to talk about it. What's wild is that The Witcher the Three, hunt. yeah, the Wild Hunt. Um, this game came out almost five years ago. Well, a, it's amazing that it looks as gorgeous as it does. Yes, <laughs> this game came out May nineteenth of twenty fifteen, which is. Th- Three years to the day before I got married. Wow. Yeah. Um, but, um, man, crazy to think that this game is five years old almost. And it, it, both of our histories are kind of the same. Yeah. We, we, we saw the trailer, that magnificent trailer for uh, The Witcher 3. And I remember the trailer to this day because it had that moment where he's talking to a vampire and he wakes him up and he asks him what year it is or he asks him if it's this year yet and he says no and then he tells him to fuck off. And I remember that from the trailer. I was like, I gotta play this game. And the, the crazy thing is, I don't think that's even in the main game. Yeah, I don't think it I'm is. I'm pretty sure that's in Blood and Wine. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, like that trailer, we both watched it and said we have to play this game. But being the being the absolute madmen that we are we said you know what let's go play Witcher 1 and 2 first <laughs> yeah no no recap will suffice <laughs> so while we were playing the Witcher 1 and 2 the Witcher 3 Wild Hunt came out <laughs> and uh yeah i mean we were so so ready for this you know what i mean yeah and man that game came out and i didn't even touch it I, I didn't buy it day one. Yeah, I didn't quite get it day one, but I did put a few hours in pretty early just to see it. But, um, yeah, I, I bought this probably a year a year after it came out. Got it cheap, like $25. Mm. Uh, no steal. Yeah, I know. Well, now you can pick it up for like $15, and that's the ultimate edition that comes with both DLCs. So, yeah, I mean, uh, when I did get it, I, I I played a lot of it. I put probably 20 hours into it, made it as far as I made it the past week, and kind of stopped. Um, other things came out. Um, the, um, the reviews kept coming in, stuff like that, so I had to I had to stop. But um, I knew there was something special with this game. So we're going to talk about the things that we that led up to where we're at. And I think the only thing we I, I think the best way to approach this is just like what stood out to you as far as the story beats go. Yeah. So uh, to me, uh, the Bloody Baron quest line is really really cool um yeah and I, I thought I had completed that because I had you know I, I had gotten to the part where you you know you find the baby and you have to bury it and 
I had stopped, though, where he's like, oh, you need to help me find my daughter and my wife. And so it, I thought it was a bit interesting that the main game story progresses before you've really finished that quest line. So I had I went back and still had another quest and a half to do to actually fully see that through to the end uh, and get through, like, I think the last part of it's the... I don't know if you got that far. The the return of return to Crookback Bog, um, where you actually you find his wife and yeah, I found his wife. I found his daughter. His daughter was living in Novigrad, right? Yep. And his wife was is his wife the woman that's running the orphanage? Yeah, kind of out. Yeah, out in the bog, but she's being controlled by, by the, the crones. crones. That is yeah. that is some of the coolest stuff ever, dude. Yeah. Like, I always go back to that. Like, that's. I've never thought of that. This crazy idea of a woman being controlled by these witches who talk through her when she touches a painting made of human hair. It's so weird. <laughs> But I'm, the whole time I'm thinking, like, this is so cool. Yeah, I that to be honest, I mean, we got there pretty quick. But that was one of my favorite quests for for a, a few reasons. Like, one, it was all bonus to me because I had already, I thought I was already done with that whole storyline and had moved on and gone to Novigrad. And I, I only went back because I've I've mainlined this game a little bit. Uh, I, I'd like to go back now and, and finish up some of the side quests, but. Going back and and being able to finish this up was you know almost a treat in and of itself because this is you know as you said one of the things I associated the most with the first part of this game it's just a you know it, it's a long series of quests it's it's well done I mean I hadn't gotten the other side of the story so you find out right because you, you just get the Baron as you know an aggressive abusive drunk and of course the wife and daughter are going to leave. And then it gets a bit more complicated than that because apparently, you know, the wife had cheated on him and, you know, he couldn't handle it and they both kind of, you know, they, they both kind of ruined everything. But then, but then when you get to this quest line, you, you get a bit more of that color, a bit more of that, you know, family drama, which is brought up again when the daughter comes back into it and basically they're trying to save the mother and I, I like that idea that she was trying to protect her mother, and he was like, "That's my wife. I'm going to take her home. I'll do what's best for her." And you know, the daughter's like, "You've never ever done what's best for her or either of us." You know, it's a pretty, maybe a typical family drama, but it's you know, it's impactful in the way it's handled here. And you know, to me, that was a huge part of this quest line. And then the fact that you you get kind of a big choice of which of the evils in this area you're going to support yeah because there's that there's that thing living under you know in a cave yeah it's like in a wall or a tree or something yeah it's in like a tree and it's like an old soul and it basically you're, you're trying to rescue it but do you rescue it <laughs> against the crones or do you kill it and support the crones dominance in that area you know you get you get kind of a good a good quest decision that i don't know if it's impactful but it seems impactful then you get the family drama. Then the extension. I don't know. I just I really like that whole end of that storyline. What did you choose for the the dude in the tree thing? 
Oh, I killed the tree. It looked up. It, it looked ugly, and obviously that means it was evil, right? Well, so I I was I pretended to help it. There's an option where you can pretend to help it, but you trick it. <laughs> yeah, see, I did that, but not intentionally. Oh, at, I, at I, first, I, at first, I just said, "Yeah, I'll, I'll help you," but then halfway through, I was like, "You know what? I just don't feel like this is, you know, the the way it was talking. Like I made the decision. I don't think I trust this wall." tumor and then I just I had the option to kill it I'm like alright yeah well I guess I'll just kill it yep, that's what I did because apparently like it was being fed children now is that what the crones I, were feeding it I, I don't know I thought know. the crones wanted to eliminate it I, I can't remember like that's the thing I did all this two years ago the, when there's yeah. something about a horse yeah, so the, basically the thing in the cave wanted you to perform a ritual right? to, to bring it back, to, to bring the soul into the horse's body. You right. had to, you had to get some artifact, then you had to get, get a, a black knife. horse? Yeah, and a black horse. And okay. you had to cut it and then let the horse drink the blood from the wall tumor, mm-hmm. and then it was going to transfer its essence into the horse, I think. Right. And I, instead of me cutting it, I killed it. <laughs> yeah, me, me too. <laughs> so uh, I hope the crones show back up. Did, did you not? So it, it, the last part of the quest, you actually have to go rescue. You go back to the bog and rescue the wife. And you don't really fight the crones, I guess, but they, they are there. Yeah, the, cr- the crones come out. I remember that. And they talked yeah. to me, but then they, yeah. they just disappeared. Yeah, but then I think you come back one more time after that. Oh, okay. Well, I haven't done that. And that's where you actually rescue her and, and, and cart the mother off. Hmm. I may have done that. I can't remember. That's the problem. But, um, yeah, I remember that. I remember doing all that. I thought that was really cool. Um, going into Novigrad... Which is you know the giant city. Um, what? I was just going to say that even from the beginning of this game, I kind of loved what it was doing. So you know, I I like where you get to see Siri in the beginning. Like it's a to me, I really like when a game gives me multiple levels of quests, not just multiple quests, but. This game has a pretty clear overarching story of you meet Siri in the beginning, and then the whole game is basically we got to find Siri. So uh, that's uh, you know, and coupled with the mystery of why, where is she, and why is she fleeing, and then why is the wild hunt after her specifically? Right. You know, as as just a, a backdrop for the game, that's good enough, strong enough. Sure. So, I'm pretty sure the Witcher games have been setting up this game the whole time. Yeah. Remember, <clears throat> if remember way back in the day when we were playing The Witcher 1, and we randomly ran into this skeleton thing that started talking to us? <laughs> <laughs> kind of found out that was actually a part of the Wild Hunt. <laughs> and then we ran into him again. Uh, in the second game, and now they're just here. Yeah. So I thought one of the another cool feature was um, when you're traveling from was it Valen? Was that the first area? 
Yep. Uh, when you're traveling from Valen to Novigrad, going up to Novigrad, um, you come across this village that's been wrecked by the Wild Hunt. And, like, the village is, like, completely deserted. Everybody's dead, and there's, like, frost everywhere. Yeah. And I said, that is so cool. There's so yeah, many I mean, set pieces in this game. It's just really awesome. Yeah, a lot of set pieces and anything to do with the environment and the world is just so rich and so lush. Like that, it, like the setting sun. Some days I've actually stopped and been like, "Wow!" Like the lighting in the game when when the when the time of day changes sometimes really gives the world a bit more life and authenticity. I feel like than a lot of games have. Yeah. You know, and then you come across something like that. You're like, "Wow, something happened here." I don't need you even to spell it out, but you can see the impact of events and things happening on the world around you, and that's really cool. Yeah. So uh, another big story beat that I did was there was another sorceress, uh, the blonde woman. Kira? Kira. Did you do anything with her? Uh, Yeah, I did a few things with her. I was basically with her when we recorded last week. Okay. Uh, I didn't finish up her quest, though. I know she has a pretty cool one that I want to go back and do now. That's a little bit like a haunted island or, or something like that. Uh, yeah, I did that. Um, crap. I, I, like, I don't want to spoil it for you now. No, if, if it's a area one side quest, feel free. Well, it's not particularly a side quest. It can lead to something. That's the thing about this game is you don't know what leads to bigger things later on in the game. So I found this out. So when you go to this the haunted island or whatever, you go to this tower, and we get into a big fight with this guy. Kind of find out he's like a necromancer of mm. some kind. Uh, she didn't tell me this. She didn't tell Geralt this. Okay. So before this, we, we had sex. Because he gave me the option. Of course, I'm going to do that. Um, And so I was like, okay. So I'm, I'm getting with her right now. That's all right. And we go to this tower. Uh, It's like a haunted tower thing. Necromancer's there. Or it was a necromancer's place. And what she's looking for is some kind of... um. Like a, a diagram or, or a formula or something like that, because there's some kind of plague that's that's um, that could potentially wipe out a bunch of people. Oh. And, what's that? No, no, nothing. Okay. Um, and uh, she's wanting to basically. Well, she lied to Geralt. Uh, she. This is what she's looking for. And she got it. And Geralt's like, what is this? She's like, oh, it's for this. She's like, all right, I haven't been completely honest with you. We came here for this reason. <laughs> um, and uh, it was a plague, like a, a diagram for a plague, essentially. And I didn't mean to do this, but I did it because I thought it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> so um, she lied. And there's a few options, and one of the options was, I can't believe we fucked. <laughs> so I was like, that'd be funny to say. So I say that, and then it starts a big argument with Geralt saying, uh, you you lied to me, you're doing this, what are you doing with this this uh, formula? Um, and 
it, it turns into this whole big thing of Geralt has it in his mind that she is going to use this to basically start a plague. And so I, Geralt's like, well, I'm not having this. So I have a freaking boss fight with her. Oh, wow. She's throwing tornadoes at me and stuff like that, like enchanting all sorts of crap around me. Um, and I, I did one of those awesome animations where you kill something. I chopped off her head. Yeah, some of those are pretty graphic. Yeah, very graphic. Uh, and so I, I killed her and took the uh, the formula with me. And that was the end. That was the, that's it. <laughs> Hard to have any more quests with her when you've beheaded her. <clears throat> so apparently, it if you don't get into a fight with her, uh, it leads to something further down the line. So I mm. kind of screwed myself on that one. But I, we're not going back. We're only going forward. I'm not going to yep. reload my save. I can't. I can't. Yeah, I, I like that her. the story is what you make it. Yeah, exactly. In whatever context, you know, maybe it's a big change, maybe it's a small change, but... Yeah. So, uh, yeah, she's dead in my game. <laughs> um, yeah, but I did that. Um, traveling to Novigrad. Uh, the, the, the big main thing we're looking for here in Novigrad is we know that Dandelion's there somewhere. And we don't know where he is. Maybe he has information on Siri and where we can find her. So we go through this whole big long quest line. I'm telling you. Yeah, that was a long one. I toward the end there, I was I was about sick of Dandelion. I was like, I am so sick of trying to find this guy. Because I I think that's another point. I think I was ready to leave Novigrad, and I hadn't actually rescued him. I think you can finish that quest line early as well. You you well, that's the thing, is I hadn't finished with him either, but I had enough information. That was it. Constantly popped up saying, "Go to Skellige." Yeah, exactly. Me too. Yeah, I, like I don't know why they set it up that way. Because when you go to Skellige, it's almost like you miss half the story. Yeah, I don't know if that is is a kind of a nod towards you could play this game a bit quicker if you wanted to. I'm sure you right? could. Like, you know, you, you get you get some of the big points of each storyline and then move on, but. I think in another way it rewards you for taking it slow because t- to me the best parts of any of these storylines obviously are the end. You know, it all culminates in the last, you know, the last mission in each series. Yeah. So finally, break out Dandelion. He's being held captive. Um, along the way, we meet Zoltan again. He's running a, a tavern. I do like that you get to meet all the the old gang. Yeah. Like, I like that Zoltan's here, and, you know, Triss is here, and Dandelion's here, and it's almost like all the best characters in in the second game are right here in in uh, Novigrad. Did you run into Roach? Yep, briefly. Yep, me too. I was hoping there would be more with him. Cause I, yeah, me too. Because I, I spent the, the, almost the entire game of The Witcher 2 with him. I know you, you yeah, were with the I, other... <laughs> Faction. Exactly. I figured the reason I didn't see him much is because I didn't choose him in game two. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we do a good amount with Triss. She's kind of... She's kind of went underground. 
Did you do so? She has her own almost like character quests. Did you do those? I did a lot of them. I remember I went down uh, something to do with rats. Like they, we were hired to kill yeah. rats. And... Yeah, it's one of the first ones when you find out she's just there, barely scraping by. She needs some money. Yeah. So she's taking kind of odd jobs, and that's. I think that's the first one that you really get to talk to her, and she tells you kind of what she's been up to basically since you last met. Right. And I think you get the, a couple of options to, like, talk to her about trying to romance her. Yeah, and, just two big ones. Yeah, and I was just like, ah, I'm I'm keeping it professional with her. My heart goes to Yennefer. Yeah, I, I didn't actually like Yennefer so far as much in this game. She's, yeah, to, to begin with, you, you she's not that great. Yeah, she's, she's kind of cold, yeah. kind of. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't want to say what she did. I ju- I just got to a point that's actually really funny with her though. Okay. Towards well, the end of the game. I'll I'll get I'll get uh hopefully get to that next week sometime. Yep. But uh, yeah, um, man, I, I like there's there's tons of stuff. Like, good God, I spent I spent probably fifteen hours in Novigrad. Yeah. Just wandering around there. I got some Witcher armor. Oh, I don't think I have any Witcher armor. I've got the full set of the Cat School armor. Oh, nice. Which is absolutely ugly. Ha. Do you know what quest line you got it from? I can't even remember. This was a year ago whenever I did that. Um, I found like a diagram or, or maybe it was a quest line. It was like, you know, the chess piece is here. And it was almost like a, like a scavenger hunt trying to find it all. Yeah. But I got it all, and it's like the the cat um, school armor is like um, light armor. So he's like wearing short sleeves and like fingerless gloves. He looks a little bit like Letho. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he looks a little bit like that. And I was just like, mm, I don't like this. But it's the best armor I've got so far. So, And I've got Geralt looking like a dumb anime character. Yeah, mine always, he looks kind of like a dumb court jester most of the time. Yeah, I've got um, I've got a um, uh, a mustache and a soul patch, <laughs> and I've got his hair is almost like a bob, <laughs> and he's running around. He looks like if you saw him from behind, you'd think it was like a fifteen year old walking around, but then you see him from the front, you're like, oh god. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Um, Gosh, I'm trying to think. Uh, While we're there, I actually had uh, – I did basically everything with Triss, you know, and I, which to me was a big part of what I liked about Novigrad, right? Because I like how you get into the city and you've basically got like four different warring factions that are all like four different gangs in the city all trying to take control of it. And so you kind of – you kind of skitter between all the gangs and you're playing them off of each other. Uh, but I, I really like, uh, what's, what's the guy's name? The, the big guy that you end up spending, you end up working for almost. I don't remember what his name is. Uh, but, uh, I like that, um, I like that you pl- you kind of play gangs off of each other. Yeah. And I like that you have the kind of the undertone of what's happening in Novigrad, and that's basically that this, 
they're they're essentially on an anti witch anti winter hunt mm-hmm. right and they're rounding up all the witches they're you know when you when you first get into novagrad they're burning, burning a couple of, of witches at the stake yep uh, you know, and that's, that kind of sets the background for what, what's happening there. You know, it's, it's unrest, it's unruly, there's warring factions. All the mages are, are kind of hiding underground and Triss's kind of her storyline, if you can call it that, it's really only two quests, I think. But you're basically there, she's there to help them to safety. Yeah. I did so, that. I did that. Did you do all of it? You set them off on the boat? Yeah, I sent them off at on the, the end, boat. Yeah. They, you, you go through the sewers kind of at the end and you're, you're, you're sneaking them out to the, to the docks, put them on the boat. Basically told Tris that I loved her and turned around and thought she was off and then she popped back up behind me and we're, <laughs> one of my favorite funny scenes then was when I'm, uh, I'm making it with Tris up at the top of the lighthouse in front of the light. And so, the movements that they're doing in front of the light cause the light to strobe a bit, and then the ship that was sailing away looks back and they think it's a message. So they they're looking at the strobing effect and they're writing down letters and they're like, "Well, this doesn't make any sense." <laughs> they're trying to interpret it as like uh, as a message and like it doesn't make any sense. And then the other one turns to him and he's like, "Well, it's in code, stupid." Well, you know, well it'll take us the rest of the time to decipher this code. And I just thought that was kind of a, a silly little. Uh, no, not not at all. What was happening? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't get that obviously, but I, I did help them escape, kind of thing. But uh, yeah, uh, rescued Dandelion. He tells us we get to play a Siri again uh, for the second time. And um, yeah, basically- yeah. What do you think about those? Because I, I, I feel like at this point I've played as Siri about four or five times. Yeah, I've played Ezra a couple of times at least. They're okay, I guess. Yeah, they're they're not. It's a little weird, like that they give you the option to loot, but there's clearly no reason to reason loot. Reason to, yeah. And you can die, but I don't even think you can use. Like you don't even have menus, really, do you? You can't bring up items. I don't think. I don't think so. So it's a little strange. It's like a restricted version. I almost wish that that would have been separate and then maybe a little bit fuller, almost like your your second playthrough on The Quiet Man. <laughs> right? Like, oh, now I understand what's happening. It almost, you know, maybe, I don't know if it would be better or not, but, right. you know, it could, could certainly be worse. But it would be interesting if you played through as as Geralt and you don't really know what's happening and then you play through a Siri and all the pieces kind of fall into place. Yeah. Here it's more interspersed, but uh, I don't know. I can't tell oh. if it's better or not, but... Yeah, so um, what we end up finding out is Siri is getting chased by some of the gang people. She runs into some trouble in Novigrad, and um, right before she gets cornered and taken out, I guess. Yeah, because her and Dandelion were were doing a huge heist at the time when they yeah. got taken, right? Yeah, or essentially taken. He got taken. She teleported away yeah and obviously nope. like movie style just as an arrow was about to hit her in the head yeah so she gets tell she she teleports but nobody knows where she went in yeah. fact i don't even think siri knows where she went 
Yeah, maybe just to get me out of here. Yeah. And that's when she dropped in to Skellige, right? I guess. There was the, the only thing I know is there was a big magical explosion that took place in Skellige. And yep. we travel yeah, there. Yeah, universe investigating. We travel there to meet up with her to investigate this explosion, which we think may be caused by Siri. And that's pretty much where I left off. So when I when I got to Skellige, we had a shipwreck, um, and uh, I washed up on the shore. And that first scene is so cool. Are you talking about the with gap? like the. the- like when you when you when you wash up on the shore, and if you look back out, there's a bunch of like dragons or drakes circling. There's some stony peaks. You know, it's very Norse. It's very cold, very harsh. Just just that whole image of looking back out over the water and seeing a, a bit of wreckage, dragons flying about above. Uh, just kind of cool. And I beat up a guy because he made fun of uh, Yennefer. <laughs> It was a guy. I was like, he, he's just. He started poking me. Thought I was dead. Yep. Get up. And he's like, I'm looking for Jennifer. You know her. And he's like, Ah, those crappy sorceresses. And I'm like, Okay, it's time to fight you. Yeah, nobody there seems to like her much. Mm-mm. Um, but uh, yeah, we make our way to to the town. Can't remember the name of the town. But um. What had happened was, uh, unfortunately, the king had died, and they um, are having his funeral. So they, uh, Jennifer, takes this opportunity to. Well, she doesn't tell us right away, but um, she's like, "We can go to the wake, and we could get something done, get some information." Is what she's saying, but. Um, after some shenanigans at the wake, I raced a woman up a mountain. Yeah, <laughs> I I fought a dude because he. Well, was... and the cool the cool thing about that girl that you raced up the mountain, she's one of the ones. An, another scene I really like because I really like the the backdrop of each area. So, like when we get to Skellige, the king's dead, as you just said, and so the backdrop that sets up is now you've got about five or six different people who think they're worthy to become the next king. Right. And she's one of them. The only, the only woman, I believe. Yeah. So, um, uh, I get into a fight with a guy. Um, uh, he was like level 30 and I was like level 20, but I beat him up. I found out if you just spam the punch button, you're going to win. Yeah. Are you playing it's, on it's, normal or easy? Uh, I'm playing on easy, so I always win. Oh, okay. I'm playing on normal, so. <laughs> but basically, it's just attack, 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 dodge, yeah. roll. Pretty much. And, um, yeah. Uh, I walk out. We're still in the castle, but I walk out, and Jennifer's like, okay, so um, we're here to take something. And he's like, what? She's like, this mask, mask of. Yeah, it, it looks like it's spelled Ouroboros, but it's not. It's, she pronounces it as something else. Yeah, I think she just like abbreviates it. I don't know if it's their accent. Okay. She just calls it like Herberus. Herberus, yeah. And we're supposed to be sneaking down to like the treasure room area to steal this mask that the king had. 
And that's where I left off. So, Matt, I know you're, what, 10 hours past me? Uh, probably not even that much. I haven't done... The, the story, again, allows you to leave earlier, so I went and started to try and wrap up some other things, so I'm probably only four or five hours past you. Okay. So, any Witcher contracts you want to talk about? Uh, no, I've only done a couple of them. And, and to be honest, they weren't all that memorable. So really? I, I need to find the good ones, I think. It um, was basically just go here, hunt down an enemy, a, li- a little bit of back and forth on what's causing it, and then I, you know, and then I killed it. Gotcha. I, I mean, they, they all kind of revolve around that. But I, uh, I just love the lore behind them. Yeah, so, yeah, that's the weird thing about the 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 contract. Like, uh, right, I'm there hunting a monster, but the best part of it was just exploring that tiny village and figuring out why the monster's there, not fighting the monster. Right. The uh, the first one you do, which is like the uh, the noon wraith, I think, that's yep. haunting the well. I always I thought that was really cool. Yeah, I thought that. There's two things that I really rem- remember as like my pinnacles of when I started this game. It was that one, and then it was fighting that first. I think it's one of the really early story missions where I think it's the one they called the, the Beast of White Orchard. It was like a, a griffin or something. Fight him just kind of on a hilltop. Yeah, that's the first thing you run into. Yeah, th- those two things were like the first things I did in the game. I mean, I guess first things everyone does. But not having played it in a couple of years, uh, they they still stuck out. I did one where I fought a vampire. Um, it was down in like this cave. So the uh, I actually the Nilf Guardians said that um, there was a part of the of an outside part of the village where like a few homes were. And, uh, they were thinking that, originally they were thinking that, um, that there were like robbers coming out there and killing the, the, the people there. Uh, but then they noticed some of the Nilfgaardian soldiers started going, ending up missing. And they said, robbers don't mess with us. There's, there's something out there and we want you to look for it. Huh. And it, it became this whole thing of like, you go to the village, there's still a few people there. And they're, I mean, they're pretty much lying to you. You know this, um, and uh, they basically found a cave, like about a few months back, and the cave opened up to a much larger cave. And when they opened up that larger cave, something started coming out and killing people. And they've barricaded mm-hmm. the house that they found the cave in. It's like a, it's like underground. And um, when you go down there, it's like this vampire. It's a named vampire for some reason. In fact, I got an achievement for whenever I killed it. So it must be some kind of... Like, I, I didn't look into like the backstory of the vampire itself, but yeah. So I thought yeah, that it, was kind of cool. It's neat because uh, one of the things that I... One of the appropriate descriptions I, I read about this game was just how each one of those little things is like a really well done short story. Yeah. 
right? Like you get that lore, you, it comes to a pinnacle, and then you know, and then it ends, and it's just a. Uh, each one can be a self-contained, you know, nice little adventure. Yeah, that's that's what I really like about. It. That's why I continue to do them. But uh, yeah, do you just do you just pick those up off the notice boards? Some of them, and then some of them are like you know you, you can talk to a person. Yeah. Um. Uh, there was there's one in Skellige about the drowners. Uh, I, I just ran into a guy. He he had an exclamation point over his head. I talked to him. He's like, "Yeah, drowners killed my friend," and I was hoping you could take care of him. And I left the town right there and went under, like on the cliffside. You can swim into the into underground into a cavern, and you kill all the drowners. And you're like, "This doesn't feel like drowner." This doesn't feel like a drowner den, and then it kind of found there's something else there. Mm. So, I fought a werewolf. Uh, that was hard to do because werewolves can regenerate really fast. Did you do the main storyline mission with the werewolf, or uh, was this a side quest? I can't remember. I think you might not quite have gotten to the main storyline werewolf. Okay. Is it in Skellige? I think so. Okay. But the but the fact that it's kind of cool. It's not not really a dark fantasy game, but there, if there are vampires and werewolves and wraiths and get a little bit of everything in this game. Yeah. So yeah, I'm 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 back in. Play a little bit today whenever I got home, and yeah, I'm 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 back in it. Yeah, I, I just this. couldn't believe it. Like, like I said before, it was it was weird because I I liked what I played the first time, but I hadn't really dove into it. Like, I hadn't gotten over the hump. I was still kind of figuring things out. The, you know, when I had started the game years ago. Now that I've like figured it out and I'm in it, and I you know I know how all the systems work, and I can find things and fast travel easily, so I'm not wasting a lot of time on on horseback. Like, it's just. It's just a such a well-made game. Absolutely, man. I'm really excited too with the overarching story. Like I've been chasing Siri now for thirty hours. I want to know, you know, I want to know what happened to her. I want to figure out what's going on. Yeah, I think uh, I'm not entirely sure, but I th- I'm I'm thinking um, she got teleported to the Wild Hunt realm. I could be wrong, though. Do you think that's where it'll end? Is he, we have to go to the Wild Hunt realm? Uh, either that or the Wild Hunt realm, or the Wild Hunt guys will come over here and we'll have to fight them. Yeah. So. But, yeah, I mean. Uh, it's, it's also amazing just to see the progression of game one to game two to game three. Yeah. Uh, I don't know that there are many clearer examples of obvious improvement. Like, each one gets it's more streamlined, more lush. You know, I I actually maybe it's uh, a function of the fact that I'm playing this game on easy and so the the combat takes up less time than normal. But part of the reason this game is so rich is because there's so many little cutscenes that that help immerse you into those storylines. Yeah. You know, whether they're just the conversations with people, whether they're full-blown cutscenes, there's just a lot of them interspersed throughout the game, and I don't know, it, it helps 
you know, helps really solidify the, the world that I'm in, I think. Have you noticed that there's a ton of um, NPCs in the game that look like Michael Sarah? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> there's a guy, there's there's this one NPC that pops up constantly that looks like Michael Sarah. <laughs> and it's scary. And Roach is insane. Yeah. I'm constantly finding Roach in weird places. But, um... <laughs> Yeah, it's still a great game. Yeah, uh, I, I don't know of anything else to say. I think now we just have to dig into it more. Yeah, I, I, uh, I can't wait. To be honest, I, I kind of wish I wasn't traveling here and I could just play straight through and finish it. Yeah. So you're gonna be out of town what for a week and a half? You said. Yep. Okay. Well, maybe that'd give me time to catch up, actually. <laughs> but uh, we'll try to get through it as fast as possible because we got to get those DLCs, man. Yeah, that that's actually what I'm not not what I'm playing for, but I'm excited to try them because it'll be new content to me, like and starting that new content from scratch, as opposed to picking up this storyline where I've put it down for two years. Um, you know, I. I and having heard that they're as good as they they sound like they are, I, I can't just can't wait to get into them. I, I'm curious as to should, see because I know Heart of Stone. I think I've got a quest line for it in my in my book. Um, yeah, I've got the first quest of each now. I do too. Open to me, yeah, yeah, I do too. But um, I think Heart of Stone, like they tell me, like level 28 is what I need to be to start it. Yeah, it might take a while. <laughs> um, I'm level 20 right now. And um, I just, like, sh- like, does it work if you beat the game? Like, I, like I'm, I'm not sure. if you Do you beat this game and it makes a save right before you do the final thing and and you can just go do Hearts of Stone first? Or does this take place after the game finishes? Yeah, it's, it's a good question because... One thing, I don't know if I would say I don't like it, but it's a little jarring when sometimes I have taken a quest and all of a sudden it says, oh, now you've, because you've taken this one, you failed these other two. Yeah, I don't like and that like, either. Well, I, I wouldn't have taken it if I knew I was going to be cut off from being able to finish these other ones. Exactly. So I don't so, know. Yeah, and I actually, one of the ones I actually really wanted to do, I don't even know what happens in the quest line, so maybe I'll find some way to do it. I, I don't even know how I'll, I'll play that quest now because I don't think I have a save. I think all my saves are after I lost the ability to do it. And I don't know exactly where it is. And even New Game Plus, if the if that is how it's handled, I guess I would still be past the point. But since the quest has the same name as the first book, The Last Wish, I really wanted to... I've also heard that quest is good without knowing what is in it. And uh, I was a little upset to just see you failed the last wish quest out of nowhere. Okay. So here's what I, I just looked it up. Somebody asked the question, should I finish the main story before going to the DLC? Um, this is from the game director. No, the story told in Hearts of Stone 
is pretty much standalone from the events that took place in Wild Hunt, so even players who have not finished the game can play. Blood and Wine's story is standalone, but it's intended to play last. Mm. Uh, so, and there's multiple people saying uh, you can play both uh, before you complete the main game, but you will enjoy Blood and Wine a lot more after completing the main story. So I recommend p- to playing Hearts of Stone during the main story as soon as it is available, and then complete the story, then play Blood and Wine. Okay. So it sounds like when we get to the level where we can do the Heart of Stone stuff, we should do it. I don't know. That's up to you. Both apparently are standalone, so you can finish the game and do them. Yeah, I guess uh, I don't actually know what's, what either of them are about, other than if it's Blood and Wine, it's probably got vampires. I would assume so. I know Heart of Stone brings back a, a returning character from the previous games. Hmm. So, at this point, I almost feel like I really want to ride the game to the end, and then do both the DLCs, and, and then do the DLCs. Okay, that works for me. Otherwise, you know, I it, it took me years to get back into the momentum. Like now, now I'm in it. I want to, I want to, I want to hear about story, serious storyline. I want to see what happens with Yennefer and revisit Kermorin, and I don't want to divert for ten hours and do something else. Okay. That works for me. We'll do it like that. We'll finish the main story, then go on to the DLCs. But yeah, um, I know there's a lot of people out there who are exciting, excited about this, so please send us emails. It is drew at ztgd.com. We'll read them all out on the show. Tell me what your thoughts are on The Witcher 3. Um, and if you're playing along with us, let us know what you did and how you feel about everything. Uh, you can also t- tweet to us. Uh, well, I am at DML Fury, but currently I can't log into that one. <laughs> What'd you do? I've lost my password and Twitter support is a freaking joke. Twitter support mm-hmm. sends me an email every time I say I forgot my password and I want to reset. And they send me an email that says, well, you're still logged in somewhere. Uh, so go find that thing and log in and then change your password that way. I can't. I bought a new phone. So there is no physical way I can change my password. <laughs> I'm dead. Is it like some, some web browser that you have it saved in somewhere no, or somehow? They th- can't be. Like the, and, and Twitter support, like, th- like you can tweet to them and ask them for help. I've done it on the Phoenix Down uh, account, and they won't answer me. Hmm. I've been out of access of my DML Fury account since Saturday. Oh, that's awful. And I can't respond to anything. So if you want to tweet to me, tweet at ZTGD Phoenix Down, because that's how you can get me now. So, and then Matt, you're at REMGS. 
It's my classic. Yep. Don't forget your password. I don't think I know it. <laughs> exactly. So don't lose it. Don't ever log out. Don't ever trade in phones. So, but yeah, that's it for us. Um, we're gonna keep plowing through The Witcher. Finally. Yeah, I'm gonna. I, w- I want to see this through to the end, but I am gonna take some time before that and go back and and find some more Witcher quests and and do a few more side stories. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna do the same. I'll probably do a main story quest, then do a contract or a side quest, main story side quest. I'm gonna try and pace myself that way because I'm sure I can plow through the main story pretty quickly if I try. So yeah, but yeah, I can I can spread it out a little bit. But uh, yeah, that's gonna be it for us. I appreciate everybody listening. Until next time, I am Drew, and I'm Matt, and we're out of here. Hope you guys have a great week, and we'll be back next week with the continuation of The Witcher 3, Wild Hunt. 